Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Thursday. It's Thursday, September 2nd, and certainly for everyone that is listening to this Locked On Grizzlies episode, hope you have another wonderful day. But of course, yesterday was so much fun. 901 Day, celebrating all things Memphis. For those who live in the city, have lived in the city, are associated with the city of Memphis, or love many of the things Memphis has to offer, it's always a great day on the calendar. Well, one thing that many of us share at the very top of our list, or near the top, or whatever have you, is the Memphis Grizzlies. And one of the best announcements from yesterday was the Grizzlies franchise officially announcing that this year, They will be retiring the jerseys of Zach Randolph and Tony Allen. That's right, number nine, in honor of the grindfather himself, Tony Allen, and 50 for the city, number 50 for Zebo Zach Randolph, will be retired this season. We'll give you the specifics and why it was a very smart decision for the Grizzlies in the first segment of today's show. In the second segment, want to highlight while this while these opportunities are not just about honoring the past and what Tony Allen and, and Zach Randolph did for the franchise and the city, but also how they're a positive impact on the present and the future. And shifting gears a bit for the third segment, we've talked about a Kyle Anderson extension a few times in recent episodes of Locked on Grizzlies, but what might the numbers look like in reality, for a Kyle Anderson extension, I'll explore though that information in segment three. Of course, I want to remind you, you can find all the content from the show, as well as myself, at StatsSAC on Twitter. You can find the show itself, Locked on Grizzlies, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. My name's Sean Coleman. I'm a credentialed media member with the Grizzlies, have covered the Grizzlies for over three years. You can find my written work at, at Grizzly Bear Blues. Obviously, the podcast here at Locked on Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. Make sure you listen, review, and subscribe. We always want to make sure we're providing content that is relevant to our listeners' preference. To be a Thursday, I also want to remind you that it is another day for the Locked on NBA podcast. On today's Locked on NBA podcast, NBA podcast hosts Jackson Gatlin and Matt Moore are telling you whose NBA stock is up. And whose is down? Obviously, I would think after a lot of the news around the league this week, Ben Simmons will probably be involved. Follow the Locked On NBA Today podcast today on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So obviously, a few years ago, the Grizzlies, and this has been mentioned on a few occasions, the Grizzlies obviously acknowledged that after both Zach Randolph and Tony Allen finished their stints with the Grizzlies during the 2016-2017 season in time, both players' jerseys would be retired. Obviously, over the past couple of seasons, it's been a bit harder to plan these type of events due to the pandemic. But now, hopefully with things at least getting somewhat back to normal, the Grizzlies have found a great opportunity to not only honor these living legends during their time with the Grizzlies, but also do it in a way that should hopefully make this year a bit more exciting than it already was for NBA and Grizzlies fans to have NBA back to what it used to be before the pandemic. But of course, the specific dates of when the Grizzlies are doing these announcements, they also add a bit of special flair to the ceremonies themselves. First, it's December 11th. The night that the Grizzlies will honor Zach Randolph with retiring the number 50 when the Grizzlies faced the Houston Rockets. But it's not just that game, and it's not just Zach Randolph's jersey retirement that makes that day great. It's the fact that it's a part of a stretch of days that are going to be a lot of fun for Memphis Grizzlies fans and the franchise itself, both in terms of the past and the present. 
That Thursday before, on December 9th, the Lakers come to Memphis. Obviously, the Lakers are the marquee team to see right now in the NBA with LeBron James and others. Perhaps Marc Gasol will be on the roster as well, and that will allow four Memphis fans to be able to enjoy the Lakers in person. Always one of the most sought-after games to see in Memphis on the NBA calendar. Well, then, either Friday night, December the 10th, or the morning slash lunchtime um, time period of December 11th, that's earlier on Saturday, the Murray State Racers, John Morant's alma mater, will be coming to face the Memphis Tigers in a game in which Jaws alma mater alma mater will be playing the Memphis Tigers. That in of itself will obviously be enjoyable for the most, arguably the most recognizable sports athlete this city has seen in quite a while in John Morant. And then of course that night the Grizzlies will be playing and they'll be honoring Zach Randolph. So for both the past and the present and also encompassing the fact that this season could be the most exciting we've had in terms of both the Tigers and the Grizzlies at one time in quite a while. It's going to be a great stretch of 48 to 72 hours to celebrate the Lakers being in town, John Morant's alma mater playing against the Tigers, and also, of course, the Grizzlies not, not only playing, but honoring Zach Randolph by retiring his jersey. A few years back, um, it was in December of 2018, I was at the both games the day that the uh, Tigers played the Vols, Early on Saturday, I believe it was Saturday morning, and then that night, the Grizzlies played as well. It was a really fun day for the city of Memphis. Obviously, the city and the, fran the franchise of the Grizzlies, obviously the Tigers organization as well. It should be a fun day overall, and Zach Randolph's jersey retirement is going to be a great way to cap it all off on December 11th. Well, then, of course, Tony Allen's jersey retirement, number nine, will be retired on January 28th, and the reason why that date is going to be special is because of the fact that it's going to be when the Grizzlies play the Utah Jazz and hopefully with health hopefully being on everybody's side that means of course both Tony Allen and Rudy Gay will be in attendance with the Utah Jazz so another special day for the Grizzlies franchise obviously honoring Tony Allen but also allowing for it to happen with two of his former teammates in tow who also were two of the bigger names during the grit and grind era so the Grizzlies did a wonderful job obviously not only of honoring two of the most recognizable names possibly the two most beloved sons in the history of the Memphis Grizzlies honoring them this year following through on a promise they had made a few years back now that they're able to Following, following through honoring Zach Randolph and Tony Allen about retiring their numbers, but also doing it on dates that make it as special of an opportunity as possible is certainly is going to be a sight to see. It's going to be multiple additions to an already fun schedule that is certainly going to give many Grizzlies fans and the franchise itself a few dates to look forward to to make this year as special as possible. But the thing about it is this, is that the ceremonies themselves, the actual retiring of the jersey, when they occur are going to be special moments. But it's not just about honoring the past where the significant lie, significance of these events lie. It also is adding a positive impact to the present and future when it comes to this current Grizzlies roster. I'll explain more in just a moment. While the summer may be coming to an end and fall is right around the corner, temperatures are obviously, obviously still pretty warm outside. And yes, that's a great thing for many of us. Sunny skies, warm weather, the chance to be by. Be by be out by the pool, at cookouts, 
with our friends and family. But for some, it could also be a less than ideal situation, especially if you're someone that suffers from excessive sweating. Well, if that's you, I have a solution that I certainly think will make your day better, and that is sweat block wipes. Both doctor created and doctor recommended. It gives you a set, it works for up to seven days and gives you a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show. It's been a bestseller on Amazon for over 10 years with over 13,000 reviews. Wear what you want to wear again due to your little source of confidence. Sweat block wipes. It should be a part of anybody's toiletry bag and it can get the job done when you need it most. If you or someone that you know is dealing with this, check out Sweatblock Wipes. You can go to CVS or to Amazon to certainly get Sweatblock Wipes, but also if you go to sweatblock.com, you'll get 20% off your next order by using the promo code Locked On. Get your confidence back to wear what you want to wear again in the summer. Try out Sweatblock Wipes today. Does this sound familiar? You've got the one device that let you've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. I know I've been there before. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called D- Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Contents vary by package. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast, we will be welcoming the other half of the Hoopball Grizzlies podcast. David Williams will be joining the show to discuss all things Grizzlies. We'll look at not only, obviously, the great offseason that the Grizzlies have had, but really dive into the excitement that is going to be there this upcoming season with how successful the past few months have been for both the Grizzlies and the Tigers. All that and much more with David Williams of the Hoopball Grizzlies podcast. So obviously, it's it's a very significant event that the Grizzlies are following through with the promise that they made a few years ago. Yes, it's taken some time due to some unforeseen events, but the Grizzlies are following through with retiring the jerseys of both Tony Allen and Zach Randolph. And it's no secret as to why this is significant. Both of these players should be honored in every way possible for what they did for the Grizzlies franchise as well as the city of Memphis. I've heard it all before. I get it. These players probably would not have their jerseys retired anywhere else. But my response to that is, who gives a damn? Nobody cares about that opinion because what matters is what they did for the Grizzlies and the city of Memphis because both the city of Memphis and the Grizzlies mattered so much to Tony Allen and Zach Randolph. It's because the franchise itself gave both players an opportunity to really be featured. The Grizzlies franchise customized their approach to playing successful basketball through what worked for both Zach 
Tony, as well as Mike Conley and Mark Gasol, and it obviously worked out better than anybody expected. Sure, there was no NBA championship. Sure, the Grizzlies may have never been really considered a contender, even though they made the Western Conference Finals, but with how well Zach Randolph and Tony Allen did in the roles that they had here in Memphis, it should certainly be something that should be honored. But that's on the court. In my opinion, the even bigger reason to honor both of these individuals is for what they did off the court. We've all seen so many of the different great things that Tony Allen and Zach Randolph have done for the city, whether it's acts of kindness, helping out the unfortunate, whatever it may be. Both players have continued to do great things for the city during their playing days, during the grit and grind era, but even after their playing days in recent years as well. And at the end of the day, the thing is, is that when it comes to the greatest Grizzlies ever, that th there have been multiple tournaments, multiple polls, whatever have you, of who the greatest Grizzly ever was. Zach Randolph typically is the answer because he provides the best combination of obviously production on the court with being a beloved son of the franchise in the city off of it. And then there's Tony Allen, the man who himself, all heart, grit, grind, he himself coined the phrase that defined an era for the Grizzlies. Yes, he may not be on the level of a Zach Randolph when it comes to production. Yes, he may not have had this same success anywhere else, but he was an all he was certainly one of the best defenders in the NBA during his time with the Grizzlies, and that was what carried the Grizzlies to the, all the success that they had. Their ability to defend anybody and everybody, and then of course being led by Zach when it came to their scoring approach. So both in terms of what they did on the court, but in my opinion, even more so for what they did off the court, Zach Randolph and Tony Allen. Tony Allen said it himself, it's a dream come true. Both men get what they duly deserved, their numbers to be retired and honored for all time for the franchise that they represented so well. But this isn't just about honoring the past. Yes, that's significant. Yes, that should be the focus. But this does have impact on the present and future as well. Why that is, is because this is a new era when it comes to the Grizzlies. Yes, this is a more modern style of the Grizzlies franchise. A new era, hopefully led by talents in John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., that will lead this version of the Grizzlies to heights this franchise had not seen before. But one thing that has been made a priority to remain consistent by Jason Wexler on the business side of things and Zach Kleiman on the basketball side of things, the Grizzlies franchise wants to continue to be known for taking care of its players. You see it even when it comes to the hustle. The Grizzlies making roster transactions in order to get hustle players paid more based off NBA rules. That attention to detail to get the most for the players that are involved with the Grizzlies has always been something that has been a big part of why there's been, been such a special connection between the franchise, its players, and the city of Memphis. You heard John Hollinger and others say it. It wasn't necessarily about keeping players here. When players played in Memphis, they loved it. Obviously, it's not a free agent destination. Obviously, it's not one of the marquee markets in the NBA, but it is one of the best cultures and environments in the NBA. And while the grit and grind era is not something that's current, it is in the past, it set the foundation for there to be a new, more modern version 
of the Grizzlies franchise, but there to be that same connection between the city, the players, and the franchise. You see that with how much John Morant shows his love for Memphis. You see that with how the city and the franchise show their love for John. And with the Grizzlies putting such a huge emphasis on honoring the players that did so much for them in Zach Randolph and Tony Allen, that certainly is one of the best indicators to John Morant. Jaron Jackson and other parts of this Grizzly Young's young roster that if they give their all for this franchise, the city of Memphis and the franchise itself will give their all for the players. And that is a special, special connection that certainly needs to exist in a small market. We talk about it all the time, and the grit and grind era shows it. When you have such a strong culture and such a positive relationship between the setting, which is the city of Memphis, the roster itself, and the franchise making the decisions, when you have such a strong connection between those three sources, you create an environment that allows for players individually and collectively to play better than many expect for them to. Nobody looked at this Grizzlies roster back at the early part of last decade and expected for them to have seven straight playoff runs and make a conference title, especially coming off with some of the decisions that they had made at the end of the decade of the 2000s. But it worked out because there was such a strong culture off the court that supported the energy and the production on the court. Well, that same thing exists right now in supporting Jaw and Jared. The city of Memphis realizes, and the franchise realizes they have two natural talents that they arguably have not seen before in terms of the potential that Jaw and Jaren can have as players. They also see that a roster is right now being formed by Taylor Jenkins and his staff that'll be close to as modern of a roster we've ever seen here in Memphis and one that can certainly be successful. So by honoring the past, and putting so much recognition and appreciation towards Zach Randolph and Tony Allen, that certainly has to be something that is acknowledged by John Morant and the rest of the roster. They showed it yesterday. They all showed appreciation for the fact that the Grizzlies are recognizing both Tony Allen and Zach Randolph. And that's something that'll stick with the players. That's something that allows for John Jaron and the rest of the young players on this roster to want to keep this unit together in a setting like Memphis for an extended period of time. Not just potentially run, one run at a title towards the middle of this decade, but several years of trying to get, contend. The franchise recognizes that. The city recognizes that. And the more that it consistently shows support to those players who set the foundation in the past and those players who are trying to make the most in the present and the future, the more the city and the franchise shows appreciation to the players and their efforts, that is what is going to keep this strong culture together and continue to help this Grizzlies franchise with this current roster in a new era of the Grizzlies. All that is what is going to help contribute to this roster, hopefully to cons consistently exceed expectations and eventually become a true contender for an NBA title. And not only that, that appreciation, that love, and, and just overall the support that the roster will get from the city as well as the franchise, that should make it an even stronger possibility that players like Jaw, Jaron, others that will eventually come in time, they'll want to stay here long term to make the success last for as long as possible. So just a wonderful turn of events by the Grizzlies. It's going to make the NBA calendar this season even more special with a couple of dates to look forward to towards the early part and middle of the schedule. But also, it's certainly something that could have long-term positive effects, not only by honoring the past, but obviously by impacting the present and the future 
in a positive way. Speaking of keeping this the band together for as long as possible, one name that I've mentioned a few times and we've seen recently discussed as a possible extension candidate other than Jaron Jackson Jr. is Kyle Anderson. I think that it certainly is, you know, without a doubt, it's sensible for the Grizzlies to look at Kyle Anderson as an extension candidate, both of what he can do on the court Maybe also because of what he could be used for when it comes to future trades. But at the end of the day, it comes down to numbers. What could those numbers look like? I'll explore in just a second. Without a doubt, the Grizzlies schedule just continues to get more and more fun when it comes to all the many great options you can enjoy from this season when it comes to the Grizzlies home games. Well, if you enjoy being in a situation where you have many options to choose from and none of them are bad, as a matter of fact, all of them are exciting, that's the feeling that you get when it comes to choosing which flavor of built bar you want to add to your day. First of all, it's the product itself. The best tasting built the best tasting protein bar out there on the market. The one the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Have it in the morning for a breakfast or in the afternoon as a snack. And if you go to built.com, over 18 different flavors to choose from. And the thing about it is this: yes, maybe not all flavors may be your preference, but all taste great and none of them are bad. So if you're someone that likes to try out many different options, built.com has the solution for you. If you put in the promo code LOCK15, you'll also get 15% off your next order from Built Bar at Built.com. want you to make it a part of your day. I think it's going to be there to stay. Go to Built.com right now. Put in the promo code LOCK15. Choose from all the flavors you can think of and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Obviously, September is now here. And while that may mean for some of us it's exciting because fall is right around the corner, that also, of course, means football is now on the calendar. And as always, BetOnline is your number one sport for uh, spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available. And take advantage now of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, you're on Online sportsbooks experts, make sure to use the promo code locked on for all the great opportunities. As mentioned on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Grizzlies, I'll have the other half. We talked with Isaac Simpson last week. Great mind when it comes to the Grizzlies and Memphis in general. We're going to talk to the other half of the Hootball Grizzlies podcast. David Williams will join the show. We're going to obviously talk about the Grizzlies offseason, but also really get into, get into how much fun, even if you're not a fan, of both the Grizzlies and the Tigers, how much fun it's going to be over the next several months, either covering or just enjoying as a fan all the great opportunities that are going to be there for basketball in Memphis this year. That and much more with David Williams of the Hoopball Grizzlies podcast on tomorrow's episode. So obviously, as exciting as it is to now know that Tony Allen and Zach Randolph, number nine and number 50, are going to get their jerseys retired next season. Another thing that still stands out, obviously, 
is what are the Grizzlies going to do between now and the start of the season when it comes to their roster? Obviously, continuing to cut it down to where they'll have 15 guaranteed um, roster or 15 guaranteed contracts on the roster, but what decisions will be made about the future and a potential extension for Jaron Jackson Jr.? You heard me and Keith Parrish talk about it yesterday on the Lockdown Grizzlies podcast. What decisions will be made when it potentially comes to the long-term futures of Jarrett Culver and others? That will be determined by by Halloween of this year. And then, of course, is there any surprise potential moves that could keep a Grizzlies player or two in the fold longer than some may anticipate? Well, the to- at the top of that list is, of course, Kyle Anderson. Now, I've talked about the idea of extending Kyle Anderson from many different perspectives, from many different perspectives, uh, numerous times over the past several weeks. And the reason why that is, is because it is a bit of an interesting conundrum. You certainly have every reason to, as Keith Parrish said yesterday, play and pay your good players. There's never anything wrong with paying good basketball players to stay with your team longer. But also, how much does the long-term fit with Kyle Anderson play into the decision to keep him around beyond next summer? The thing about it is this, though, is that those type of answers will certainly be addressed in time. But if Kyle Anderson were to, following his breakout season last year, if the Grizzlies feel that that's something that can be sustainable, and certainly if he sustains it this year, then you're talking about a significantly more valuable player over the past two years that Kyle Anderson has been compared to what he was before the 20. 21, the 2020-2021 season. And he does so many different things, obviously, right? He impacts both offense and defense. You know, we broke down his game enough for you to know what exactly he does that is so impactful for this Grizzlies team. But the thing about it is this, is that we could talk about an extension all day. What do the numbers look like, though, when it comes to Kyle Anderson? And I think the best way of looking at it is looking at players who are of a similar player profile, play a similar position on the court, could can play a small ball four very well. Can play the three definitely definitely valuable in the as a small forward as well. What players can play both the three and four and either have some type of, or, or either a very good shooter or they have a, across the board you know production without necessarily being that productive of a shooter. I do think that several contracts that have happened in over you know the past 18 to 24 months could certainly start to set an idea of what Kyle Anderson could earn on the open market. At the end of the day, if the Grizzlies don't extend Kyle Anderson, you know, in the coming weeks and Kyle Anderson builds off what he did last year and either has a similar season or has an even better season during the 2021-2022 season, I fully think that on the open market next year, you certainly have a player who likely can ask for 15 to maybe 18 million dollars in an average annual value over three to four seasons. With some of the contracts that we saw this past year, for instance, Doug McDermott signed a three-year, $41 million deal with the San Antonio Spurs. Norman Powell signed a five-year, $90 million deal with the Trailblazers. I think that Kyle Anderson's overall value is somewhere... Powell probably is the most valuable player, at least in terms of today's NBA game, of those three. But I do think that Kyle Anderson is significantly more valuable than Doug McDermott. If you're looking at those type of contracts, you certainly can start to see Kyle obviously being worth or it's being reasonable for him to ask between 15 and $18 million per year on a three to four year contract. You've got Kyle Kuzma 
a bit younger than Kyle, but certainly a similar type of player profile. He had got a three-year, $40 million extension. Obviously, also Jeremy Grant, who even before his breakout season last year for the Pistons, he signed a three-year, $20 million, three-year, $60 million deal, $20 million per year with the Pistons last offseason. I don't think that Kyle Anderson, is the, even with a successful year next year, is someone that likely is going to get 18 to $20 million, but I certainly do think that him landing in that 13 to $15 million range is something that is worth asking for. So with that in mind, if you're looking at somewhere between perhaps three years and $40 million to three years and $60 million, or maybe four years and $65 to $70 million, I think that a three-year deal worth somewhere between $13 and $15 million, which would be a three-year $40 million deal or three-year $45 million deal, would be a reasonable offer for the Grizzlies to potentially make to Kyle Anderson. Now, both that is sensible if you feel Kyle can sustain his success from last season. But if Kyle feels he can do it, he may not want to take that type of payday let another season of his success show and maybe get a bigger payday in free agency. Do the Grizzlies feel that Kyle Anderson is certainly sustainable with what he could do last year? Do they feel comfortable paying $15 million a year over three years to a player that may have had his best year last year and also someone that may not be a starter? I think you can certainly make a case as to why they should be comfortable with it, but you also could see plenty of reason why they want to play it out this season to see how sustainable it is. But that's where I think, numbers-wise, a Kyle Anderson extension probably falls. Three to four years past the 2021-2022 season, in which he'll be making somewhere between 13 to 15 million annually, which would put the total amount of, con of the contract probably between somewhere between 40 and 55 million dollars in, in terms of a total amount. If the Grizzlies were to offer somewhere around three years, 45 million, I certainly think Kyle Anderson would at least be would at least listen to that offer. Does he take it or not? I'm not sure. There's reasons for and why he probably should not take that deal. But from the Grizzlies' perspective, even if you may not feel he is going to be able to continue what he did last year or that he's going to be a starter, if you do feel that he's going to at least be a better shooting, a better shooter along with all that he does outside of scoring, if you feel he can at least maintain that level of production, the thing about it is this. That's a player that is going to contribute and help you win basketball games. And even if you put a heavy emphasis on wanting to keep cap space as free as possible, you want to keep a heavy emphasis on going after free agents, that's fine. Kyle Anderson, beyond next year, on a three-year on a three-year deal in which he's paid $13, $14, $15, 16000000 million per season, that still is a very valuable player. And if it doesn't work out to where he's the most valuable being on the Grizzlies roster, he also could be used as a very attractive trade piece in which you trade him off to another team in some type of deal where he goes to maybe another contender that's going to look to contend you know, on a more immediate basis than the Grizzlies are over the next few years, and then that can help the Grizzlies land the star who makes more sense for their timeline. So regardless of what questions in terms of the sustainability of his success, his role with the Grizzlies moving forward, whether or not he's actually worth the money, 
All those different things are fair questions, but I do feel just like with Jaron Jackson Jr., if you can get the players locked in on a reasonable deal right now, the NBA has shown time and time and again, even when it may not seem like all options are on the table, you can find a way to make them work. And with the player like Kyle Anderson at the skill level that he has, as well as the fact that he has shown consistent improvement in Memphis, I do think that if the Grizzlies were willing to maybe want to offer him a three-year, 45 to $50 million deal, it could work out in a variety of different ways to be a benefit for the Grizzlies. But I do think that in terms of where Kyle Anderson is, potentially offering him somewhere uh, a three-year deal between $40 and $50 million, I think that that's both a reasonable deal for the player and a reasonable deal for the franchise, and one that can benefit both sides moving forward. So certainly will be something to watch. Do I feel one way or another that the Grizzlies are going to extend Kyle Anderson? I would be willing to say right now I'd probably put it at a 75% no, 25% yes chance that they do it. I still think that there's a lot of sense in letting him play out this season because you can always talk with him or, or, or trade him potentially in a sign-and-trade deal next year. But if the Grizzlies do consistently like the idea of wanting to go into this season with, with as much certainty and with, you know, with as less of a chance for distractions as possible, I could see a benefit in them wanting to extend Kyle Anderson. And at three years and between 40 to $50 million, I think that's a reasonable enough contract for both the player and the franchise that, again, the Grizzlies can gain value from in multiple ways. So certainly it's going to be worth seeing what continues to occur this offseason as we get up to the season. And of course now with the announcements that both Zach Randolph and Tony Allen's numbers will be retired during the regular season, it gives us even more reason to wait to where we cannot wait enough for the Grizzlies 2021-2022 season to get here. A lot of fun stuff happening in Memphis and we're going to continue to cover all of it for you here at Locked on Grizzlies. You can find the show as well as my Myself at StatsSAC on Twitter. Obviously, you can find the podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we will be. We'll talk to you again soon. Don't forget to join us tomorrow with David Williams of the Hoopball Podcast discussing all things Grizzlies offseason as well as how exciting this season in general will be for both Tigers and Grizzlies fans. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies Podcast.